Hi, everyone, and welcome to Strategic Wealth Strategies. I'm excited to welcome the host of Strategic Wealth Strategies, Alan Porter. Alan, what's going on, man? How are you? How you doing? I've been very, very busy today and yesterday and had eye surgery last week, but uh, things are looking up. My eyes are doing well, seeing better already. All right, so let's kind of go right in. Our topic today is the best financial vehicle. And, and I'm going to ask questions about this, Alan, but this is a time where everything doesn't seem like anything financially is working. People are selling. People are cutting back. People are looking at, hey, bad times are ahead. But ultimately, Alan, you have the answer during these times, especially if you want to raise money, make money, grow in this very difficult time. Alan, what, in your opinion, is the best financial vehicle right now? Well, my opinion and the opinion of the properly educated and licensed individuals is cash value life insurance because there's nothing out there that can come even close to it. Uh, with the benefits and everything that it has. And uh, absolutely. And, and you, you were able to tell me so many different ways we're going to go into that. But I mean, I was blown away because I always, Alan, before we get to this question, I always bad things to my ex-wife about this because back in the day she had a product, but maybe 25 years ago was a different story. I was like, come on now, go to term life because I was listening to Dave Ramsey. I was, And we're going to go later into that. Alan, when did you kind of start seeing that cash value life insurance was a great financial vehicle when it had such a bad name and me who reads books on this stuff? And we'll go into Suze Orman after that and, and what Dave Ramsey say. But what do you think? Why, Alan? Why did why it had such a bad reputation 25, 30 years ago? And now it really is showing it is a great financial vehicle. Well, one of the things that the reason it is because, you know, we, we were in a situation where the prime interest rate was like, I don't know, 19%. Mortgage rates were up to 18%. And they did a lot of illustrations in insurance policy, especially universal, uh, that showed these big gains like 12 and 14%. Well, they don't, they can't, they're not doing that. You know, they've been given interest rates of, or interest crediting of anywhere from five and a half to up, up to 8% for over 100 years. And uh, they're the only company uh, or only financial institution that's been around for, over 200 years, and many of them for 150 paying dividends every year they've been, even through the Depression. But, Neil, the way I got into this, of course, was back about 13 years ago. Uh, I was had a mortgage and real estate business, and my daughter-in-law uh, was diagnosed with, uh, with pancreatic cancer at age 39. And uh, there's no money coming in because my son's 100% disabled, been disabled for three years and not getting any money. He finally got a disability app after hiring an attorney. But uh, if it had not been for the terminal illness rider on her life insurance policy that let her access the death benefit, which was in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, my son would be bankrupt and it took a huge financial strain off of me. So that's when I started studying insurance and insurance products. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do today. Did you think, like I thought before that, Alan, that these vehicles like cash value insurance rather you know, protect ourselves from death with term? Did you have a different opinion until you did the research? Well, yeah, I did because I had term insurance. I don't have term insurance anymore. I've got eight insurance policies, five index universal, universal and two uh, uh, three whole life policies. And they're for different reasons. But uh, it's all about education. As I tell everybody, this isn't rocket science. It ought to be taught in high school, but it's not. I have doctors with PhD degrees in accounting and finance, and they have no idea about some of the uh, strategies and products that I talk about. 
No, hundred percent. Let's let's kind of go into. We've all we've we've heard of Dave Ramsey and Sue Zorman. They both said buy term, invest the difference. Okay. Well, why does that not work? Well, I, I don't like calling somebody's baby uh, ugly. Uh, I agree with about maybe a portion a portion of what they they espouse, but they're financial entertainers. I don't think they're licensed in anything, and they're sure not fiduciaries. And what I mean by fiduciary, you you you're obligated to look out for your client's best interest. I'm a certified financial fiduciary. I've taken the courses, I've taken the test, and I've got the designation. But when they say buy term and invest the difference, that's the absolute worst advice for retirement I've ever heard in my life. Because they said, oh, you don't need insurance when you when you get older. That's the time you, you, that you do need insurance. And um, there's many reasons about this, but and I'll cover that when we go through these questions. But, you know, they, they, they appeal to the people, the, they appeal to the masses. And maybe 50% of what they say is going to help. But the last 50% of what they say is going to decimate your retirement. It's definitely going to decimate the retirement because the fact is that you don't know what's going to happen. You've talked about all these things. We're going to get further into this. But again, term life, the problem is unless there's a serious disaster, you don't get anything else after that goes, right? It's all gone. Poof. You spend 15 Neil, years spending money and it's gone. Neil, the thing about term life insurance, I asked people, I said, would you rather spend $1,000 a year or $10,000 a year on a life insurance policy that has a $500,000 death benefit? And they all say, well, I don't $1,000. I said, why is that? Well, it's cheaper. I said, I understand that. But that's term life insurance. And if you live one day past life expectancy, there's no cash value. But you can have the same amount of money because when term, the older you get, the more expensive term is. But you can have the same amount of money in term life insurance up to life expectancy as you have in cash value life insurance. But if you live one day past life expectancy, there's no cash value. There's nothing left in term life insurance. But if you have that in cash value life insurance, whether it's an index universal life or whole life policy, that death benefit may be $1.5 million. And you've got eight or $900,000 in a tax-free account that you can do with anything that you want. It's huge, man. Absolutely. Okay, let's go to the next question. Uh, if I had that insurance is too expensive, what do you have to say about that? This insurance is too expensive, Al, Alan. Well, I'll give you a perfect example. I had a businessman come to my office, and I went over the, the benefits of cash value life insurance in a retirement plan. And he says, I've never heard of any of this stuff before, Alan. He said, uh, we're meeting with my financial advisor on Thursday, and uh, we'll go over this. So this was a Tuesday. On Wednesday, that financial advisor called me up, and he said, Alan, I appreciate you, what you're trying to do for the client. But I'm going to tell him not to do it. And I said, well, why? I, he said, because insurance is too expensive. So I said, well, listen, I'll come over to your office or you can come to mine. And I'll explain uh, because we're meeting with the client on, on uh, tomorrow. And he says, well, I don't have time. And he hung up. So I called him back and I said, well, I'll tell you what. You either come over to my office today and I'll explain this or, or come tomorrow. I'm going to put you on the, under the bus and embarrass you very badly. So he shows up. So I said, first thing I said to him, I agree with you. Insurance is expensive. It's expensive up front, but it's an inverted expense. As the cash value keeps growing towards the death benefit, your cost of insurance becomes lower. Now I've done thousands of these illustrations. And within the fourth to the 13th or 14th year, the cost of life insurance is less than the tax and taxes and fees in a, in a stock portfolio. And stock portfolio has none of the benefits that cash value life insurance does. So he changed his mind. 
That's good. He changed his mind. Everyone kind of does because I guess they look at cost, but then guess what? You're investing. That's you the crazy part, man. You're getting uh, you, money. You yeah. You can't you you can't think of it as a cost, and you can't call it an investment because it's not an investment, but it's the best asset class in in by itself. There's no other financial vehicle out there that can do what cash value life insurance does. So it's an asset into itself. I don't even call uh, invest, uh, life insurance an investment because it's it's derogatory because investments don't do what the cash value life insurance does. All right. So what are some benefits of cash value life insurance? I probably can name them all too, Alan. I've interviewed somebody on the Mike Velarde show uh, about this that Mike had the, that you know, has some of your knowledge, but not to your level, Alan. And I would, I nailed every question. I kind of asked the questions, knew exactly the answer to the question. I could nail what are some benefits of cash value life insurance, but I'm going to let you come up with that. But at one point, maybe you'll say, ask the host. Has he, okay. ask the co-host, the does he, how much does he, has he learned working with Alan Porter for X amount as a co-host? But go ahead with your answers. Okay. Well, first off, you know, everybody says, I said, why do you contribute to a 401k? And they say it's tax deductible. I said, well, no, it's not tax deductible. It's tax compounding. Because if you think taxes are not going to go up uh, in uh, the future, I got mountain land in Florida to sell you. But I said, cash value life insurance can also be tax deductible if properly structured in certain financial vehicles, such as, such as a cash balance plan or something like that. But Cash value life insurance grows tax deductible, just like a 401k or a qualified plan. The, the uh, distributions are tax-free, which are huge. And people say, well, Alan, my Roth 401k, my Roth IRA are tax-free, and so are municipal bonds. I said, I, I beg to differ. I said, because municipal bonds, if you live in a state other than where, uh, and reside in a state other than where they're issued, you have state taxes to pay. And you have, if your state is large enough, you have e-state taxes to pay. And Municipal bonds affect the taxation of Social Security and the means testing for Medicare Part B. So they're not tax-free. And I said, yes, your Roth, your Roth 401k, Roth IRA, that grows tax-free or get your distributions tax-free, and they don't have required minimum distribution, and they don't affect the taxation of Social Security or the means testing for Medicare Part B, just like cash value life insurance. Because people don't understand this, Neil, and I don't think their CPAs or financial advisors tell them because pr frankly, I don't think they know. But in today's tax standards, if taxes don't go up, and you make more than $44,000 a year of outside provisional income, such as a qualified plan, stock portfolio, or something like that, and you, you're married and age 65, and you get $3,000 a month in Social Security, 85% of your, of your Social Security is going to be taxed. And what that does, that puts you in the 12% uh, minimum tax bracket, 10 point, I believe it's 1.3 effective tax bracket. Provided taxes don't go up, Neil, you're paying $6,000 a year to Uncle Sam in extra taxes. People don't know this. What about borrowing money from your, your policy? I've heard about becoming your own bank. Tell me more about that. Well, you know, I, I've got a kind of a, um, I work with a smart advisor program, and we've got a national, uh, I don't know, program, I guess, to get people out of debt. It's called our Debt Free for Life program. But, um, I hate to bring Dave Ramsey back into this, but we show Dave Ramsey wants you, wants you to pay the financial institutions money instead of compounding for them, but not yourself. Quick example, you've got a, a credit card and you've got a car payment. You make the minimum payments on both 
And what Dave says, if you got $500 extra, you add to the minimum payment of the car, excuse me, to the credit card. And when that's paid off, you add the minimum payment and that $500 to the car. And when that's paid off, you're debt free. But what you're doing, you're giving that money to the financial institutions, a compounding for them and not you. But you're right back to where you were before. You're debt free. But if you want to buy something, you have to go to the bank or put on a credit card. And uh, it's the fastest way. I, I will say that maybe by two to three months, maybe. But as we do, uh, we take that money and put it into a SDIC, a specially designed insurance contract. It's a tax-free bucket of money and a whole life insurance policy. Now, you can do this with an index universal life policy also. But let's say you take that $500,000 and put it into a policy. Uh, we have a software program that monitors the growth of that tax-free bucket of money and also the decreasing balances on your, on your uh, credit card and your car payment. And when it reaches a certain point, you're going to get a text on your phone to take a loan from your tax-free bucket and pay off the credit cards. But instead of that minimum payment from the credit cards going to the car, you pay yourself back into your tax-free bucket of money where it compounds for you. And it will grow. And once it gets big enough, you're going to get a text on your phone to take a loan out, pay off the car. And then when that's paid off, you pay yourself back. But when you're done, you've got tens of thousands of dollars in a, in a tax-free bucket of money. You become your own bank. And a death benefits in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to protect your family. There's no comparison. Absolutely none. And, and, uh, and I'm going to go. There's some other things I'll go in here a little bit later. You know, I, I'm going to talk about that, Alan, because it's so intriguing when you talk about it, because you are basically making payments to have to be able to borrow all of it and pay off your car right off the bat, your truck right off your bat maybe a boat, maybe some, you know, something amazing. And literally it's not going to take you forever to save that up because of what you're building out. Right. Well, see, you know, I even had a guy borrow $500,000. Uh, we were out playing golf and he's building a new house up in Virginia. His lot was over $500,000. And he said that he needed to get a bank loan and he's going to the bank this afternoon. I said, no, you don't. You just go take it from your cash value life insurance and then pay yourself back the compounding interest and not the banks. So I showed him how it worked. He said, my God, why didn't, why didn't everybody do this? I said, because they're not educated on it. I said, I've told you about this before, but you must have forgot. No, so tell us what, how long for a $500,000 plan can you do something like that? And what do you do? Kind of go through the steps. I think this is something that I've not learned from you in all the time I've been working with you. Well, I mean, he's made, first off, uh, he had uh, like $400,000 in his uh retirement plan. We took that money and put it in cash value life insurance. He, we had like, a, I think his payments were like $80,000 a year for five years. So that's building up. It's all tax deferred, tax free money. And that's what he's built up. He, he's got several policies and between all those policies, he had over a million dollars in cash value. But uh, that's the way you build your policies up. It depends on what your, your premium is and how much your insurance is and things like that. But we use indexing strategies. Uh, we're not tied to the market. You have a guarantee to never lose money because we're not tied to the market. We use indexing strategies. We also use fixed rates, like especially with whole life. They have fixed rates between four, uh, four and a half, six and a half percent. Uh, but the thing is, there's, there's no risk. You're, you're eliminating the risk of, market, of the market, which is absolutely huge. So when you borrow against it, you have to pay it back or not, Alan? You don't no, want you don't have to pay it back. You don't have to pay it back, Neil. It just comes off the death benefit. Now, they do charge you interest. But as an example, let's say that you have a policy. Uh, you've got $200,000 in 
that policy and you got a million dollar death penalty and you need a $50,000 uh, loan to buy a piece of equipment. Now you can go to the bank, get the loan, maybe. If you don't make your payments, you have a six month note, 12 month note or a installment loan. If you don't make your payments, they'll repossess that equipment and ruin your credit. But if you have that money in your policy, take that in your cash value, take that out, borrow it from yourself. You have unstructured loan payments. It may be 18 months before you get return on your investment. Now start paying it back then. You have liquidity use control of your money, but you don't even have to pay it back. As I said, it just comes off the death benefit, which is in the hundreds or millions of dollars more than what you've ever invested in. And also there's three types of loans. There's a net loan with one company. It's, uh, they have a uh, guarantee of 5%, minimum or four and a half, four 4%, but this one has 5% for this example. And, uh, the, what the insurance company does, they're not going to take that $50,000 and put as a lien against your death benefit. They're going to put it as a, excuse me, they're take, not going to take it as a lien against your cash value. They're going to take it and put it as a lien against your death benefit. But what they do is they'll put that into a financial entity that's, say, making 3%. So they're going to credit you with a 3%. And you're, so you're paying 5%. You're paying only 2% on the loan. But they've got riders now uh, with this one company. You can purchase a rider. And if you borrow money, it's a zero, it's a wash loan, or you can be with the company for 10 years and you borrow at 5% to put it in a financial entity that's making 5%, they'll credit you with 5%. So you're paying zero on the loan. But there's one company, I mean, there's dozens of indexing strategies out there that we use to grow the cash value. And one of them is called the trigger method. And anytime you, uh, the S&P 500 index goes to zero, makes 1% or makes 20%, you're automatically credited with 7%. So think about that, Neil. You're borrowing money at 5%. You're getting credit with 7%. you are making 2% on the money that you borrow. The banks do it every day. Yeah, I mean, you got $100,000 in a savings account. What do they pay you, 1%? They go loan it out at 5 10 15 20% for credit cards. They do it every day. What is an effective interest cost? Oh, this is, this is so important. It's just going back to uh, becoming debt-free. I had a gentleman had a... Uh, 2.75% interest rate on his mortgage. And he asked me, and I asked him, I said, what's your effective interest cost on that? He said, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, well, don't feel lonely because 99% of the people I talk to, to include CPAs, attorneys, financial advisors, don't either. I said, I want you to fill my debt free for life form out, send it back to me, and we'll have a conversation about this. So we had a Zoom conference the following week. I said, now you've got $461,000 in debt. That is not your problem. The problem is the 49.76% effective interest costs that you're paying on the 2.75% rate. He said, Alan, how is that possible? I said, because it's not going to get down to the 2.75 until the last couple months of the mortgage. I said, you've got a credit card here that's over 95% effective interest cost. Even though you've got great credit, your average effective interest cost is over 46%. So Neil, I asked him, I said, what financial vehicle are you investing in that gives you a 46% return on your money? In your 401k or anything else? He said, no. In fact, I lost 10% my 401k last year. I said, okay, you're putting $1,000 a month into this 401k, correct? He said, yeah. I said, we're going to take that $1,000. We're going to put it into this, this uh, policy. And you're going to do it for 10 years. That's it. It's paid for. And I said, how long did it take you to pay your bills off the way you're doing? He said, 20-some years because we're paying extra on the mortgage. Well, guess what? With our program, we're paying it off 14.17 years faster. We're saving you over $73,000 in the interest. There's over $130,000 in a tax-free bucket of money that you become your own bank. Now, you don't have to do this. You don't have to go to the bank for a loan for anything, for a car, college education for your kids. 
Neil, I've done this for 13 years. I've spoken at Harvard about this. I've been on every major television network talking about this. I've been published in over 369 publications now. And it's just thinking outside the box, conventional financial planning. But the other thing, too, he had a $400,000 death benefit. And I told him, this guy had just retired from the military. He was 42 years of age. I said, you're going to be 52 and everything's done. You you can never have to add any more money to this policy. But here's what you can do is you become your own bank, borrow from yourself, pay yourself back. But when you're 65, you're going to have over a quarter of a million dollars in tax-free money that does not affect the taxation of Social Security or the means testing Medicare Part B and your death benefits over $600,000 that protects your family or you can use for long-term care completely tax-free. Impressive stuff. Uh, does it protect you from any risks? Oh, my God. This is this is so important. Between cash value life insurance, fixed and fixed index annuities when properly structured, first off, they protect you from the number one risk in retirement is running out of money before you run out of life. They protect you from sequence of returns risk, which many financial planners don't tell their clients about. And many clients, well, 99% of people I talk to have no idea what it is. But if you're, say, 65 and you you uh, take money from your stock portfolio for your retirement, and let's say a, a million dollars at a 4% distribution rate, that's only $40,000 a year from a stock portfolio, but that's not guaranteed. Uh, the good the the, the real uh, distribution rate now is down to 2.8% because of inflation and everything. But the big thing is, Neil, it's, uh, if you have a loss in the first two to three years when you start to take your money out, as compared to the last two to three years of a 10 or 20 year period, you have to take a larger distribution rate out from a decreasing asset and you'll be out of money by your eighth or ninth year. I know people have run out of money when they're 75, 85 years old. Many people like that, when all they had to do was, was diversify their accounts, but they left it all in the stock market. But it's, uh, it, it's really crazy. It, it, it does, you know, stock market can't protect you from the market risk. Insurance products do. They can't protect you from tax risk. Insurance products do. And you know, people ask me, well, Alan, what if the, the laws are changed for insurance products? I said, well, they've changed them several times now. But all these people uh, that have these contracts right now, they don't, they're still enforced because you can't change contract law. They can change tax laws, but they can't, that doesn't affect contract law. Okay. But the thing is, it's just longevity risk, which is a risk multiplier. Uh, and the list goes on and on. Yeah. In summary, what can people, uh, what, what do you tell people, Alan? Well, this is one thing I say to people. I said, listen, how would you like to have a financial vehicle that you can uh, leverage the effective tax or that leverage our tax system? Because we have a progressive tax system. You can turn forever taxable money into never taxable money. You are protected from long-term care. I mean, excuse me, you are protected from lawsuits, liens, and judgments. You can produce income before and during retirement that is completely tax-free, and you have access to it any time because you have liquidity use control. You avoid probate, and what people know what probate is, I have a loss. I mean, I have a definition for it. It's a lawsuit that's initiated by you that you're going to pay for and you're going to lose because the government's going to take control of your assets and pay the taxes on your estate. And your family's going to be left with maybe 10 to 15 to 20% of that estate. Um, you, like I said, you become your own bank, like I explained before. It, it, uh, I mean, 
also, you it grows tax deferred. It does not affect the taxation of Social Security, the means tested Medicare Part B, protected from market risk. And the list just goes on and on. And people say, well, there's no such financial vehicle. I said, yes, there is. There's cash value life insurance. Well, why don't I know about this? Because you've been listening to the propaganda of Wall Street and fee-based advisors that don't like insurance products or anybody that doesn't like insurance products because they're not oh. properly educated and they're not licensed. They want to spend your money, having fun spending your money by getting all those uh, fees that they pay, right? And well, the, everyone yeah. else, they, they, they have the big extravagant parties while people are looking to buy groceries. That's the bottom line. Think about this. Think about this. If you're contributing to a 401k, first off, 58% of the people out there don't even think there's a fee in the 401k. A 1% fee over a 30-year period will reduce your income by one-third. And the average fee in a 401k is 2.99%. People are going to have less than half of their money when they go to retire. They're, they're, not, they're not even aware of this. The one thing people always say to me, Alan, this sounds too good to be true. I just tell them it's too good to be free. All right. Well, best place to go is call you at 910-551-1046 or email you at strategicwealththenumberzero@gmail.com or at many other places as well. Alan Porter's everywhere. Check him out on YouTube. Check him out on Facebook. Message him. He'll talk to you anytime, anywhere because Alan is constantly doing this because he's passionate about what he does. Alan, thanks again for stopping by. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. All right. That was the Strategic Wealth Society's podcast, guys. Take care. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.